welcome to this week's episode of sorry i only read rom-coms my name is anu and i'm so excited to be talking to you today this week i sort of switched up my routine i started working from the office and listen it's the little things the dressing up the random gist in between sessions the laughter even the traffic people I missed being in traffic and being tired at the end of the day, okay? Like, I was so glad to be back at work. Okay, so how was your week? Were there any highs? Were there any lows? Were there any in-betweens? Like, let me know. <clears throat> so, the last couple of episodes have been very femme-focused. I mean, as it should be. But one character we can't ignore in any rom-com is the male character, especially if it's a male-female dynamic, right? So, or a male-male dynamic, to be honest, or you get you get my point. So this week, we'll be talking about heterosexuality, specifically, and hypermasculinity in rom-coms. Let's dive in. Now, first of all, I'm staring at a cover at this moment, and... The man is wearing some sort of jacket, it's unzipped, and I can count the six-pack abs. Of course, he's dark-ish, he's tall, his face is... No, his face is actually not showing, but he'll probably be, like, conventionally handsome. Like, tall, dark, and handsome has been a baseline descriptor for men since I started reading books. And it's introduced super early, too, from Disney cartoons to Lady Bird books. Did you read Lady Bird books? Anyway, then you pick a rom-com and the man is super ripped. He can probably carry his damn self with one hand. And when it's written differently in any of this story, there's a sort of have messy element to it, like attached to the love that is given them. Either that or they compensate by being extra funny or extra intelligent, like they have something to make up for. It's pretty much the male version of I'm not like the other guys. I take care of my looks. I don't care about my looks because I'm smart. Even if the author doesn't say, she knows that this is what they are going for. And I wonder why. So let's just say that this week's episode is a campaign for reading more Guy Next Door. You know, the pot-bellied love. You know, pot-bellied men, they deserve some kind of love too. Maybe a two-pack, not a six-pack. Like the short man, you know. Listen. I don't know if I've ever read any book that he isn't six feet tall. Or maybe that's an exaggeration. Is it? Off the top of my head, I can't think of one right now. So, a short man, a medium height. Not every time six feet tall, Sha. You know, I want to see more physical and personality diversity in the male characters. Especially in how, like, black men are written. How awesome will it be to read like a cello playing character or a green thumb or a fashion editor or a makeup artist that isn't queer? You know, I feel like heterosexual rom-coms and heterosexual readers should be tired of seeing the lack of juice in these stories. You know, the idea that you have to create this culture again and again, it's tiring. I want to read something different. Can you tell me like stunning chemistry between a guy next door and his love interest? I feel like that is possible. This tropes also this trope also shows up in the emotions they're allowed to feel in the book. Like you would not see a grown man cry. It's always a silly silence. 
even the excitement is measured and is definitely beyond the eye of the woman if she catches him he'll be embarrassed by it he's like oh he shouldn't have caught me he's like it's like oh nobody has seen me in this sort of thing so i, I know i like you because you have access to me laughing haba even the like the character is made to almost apologize for feeling anything other than anger like we are always shown the confident guy what of the anxious guy the shy guy the awkward guy the sweaty palms guy the foot in the mouth guy the foot in the mouth but not problematic guy like not every time be misogynistic because you like a woman sometimes actually say the right things in the most clumsy way and trust that love or luck or cupid will take over it's okay to write a scared man as a scared man not a man covering up his fear with some other emotion I'm not saying that these books don't exist. I'm saying that compared to the norm, it's negligible, especially in mainstream male-female dynamics. I may be reaching, but I feel like women are allowed more fluidity than guys are. Like, they can be tomboy, but once a man takes a bath twice a day, he's giving a side, he's giving, like, side eye, like it's gay to be clean. And they are giving, and they will not be talking about some musty, or is it musky or musty smell? Listen, if you don't go and take a bath, please. Like, no, 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 no. And I've not even mentioned the how do I say this lightly? <clears throat> the genitalias and how they have to be six inches wide. Why? Let's just leave it that there needs to be a bit of diversity there, too. You know, from a smaller perspective. Do you get me? I rest my case. Anyway, so I was looking for a scene where some sort of physical presentation was described. But on the first page of this book, here's what I read. Daniela Roque knew she was in trouble the, the minute she stepped through the double glass doors of Roque investiga- Investigations. And she saw her older brother's smiling face. Kenneth Roque never smiled before noon. Not on a Monday morning. Definitely not the first of the month where rent was due and utility bills had to be paid. So the smile softening his features that morning was disconcerting to say the least. So this thing was pulled from Illegal Affair by Maureen Smith. Listen, he was just smiling and... The fact that it was so out of norm for him, like a woman would see a man smiling and she would start calculating. I may be reaching, but I was just like, hmm, here we go again. Here's another snippet. Caleb saw the way his father's face lit up when he entered the sunroom that doubled as Crandall's home treatment center. But by the time he sat down in a weaker armchair beside him, Crandall was wearing his typical poker face. Do you see? You know, you do not have to come all the way here. He said gruffly, I don't need my hand held. Do you see? That's one that's undergoing treatment though. Do you see me holding any hands? Caleb retorted. He grinned at the woman standing beside Crandall, adjusting the level on his dialysis machine. How you doing, mistress? I'm doing just fine, Caleb. And don't you pay your father any mind. You know he's happy to see you. He's just so proud to say so. Why? why why can't the character just say hi crandall i'm so excited that you're here while i'm undergoing dialysis a whole ass dialysis and you're still forming why 
I mean, okay. Listen, I don't absolutely hate this book. I actually don't hate it at all. This was pulled from Maureen Smith's Illegal Affair. And Maureen Smith is very vigilant about the way she writes her characters. The especially the careers they have the characters have been violinists chefs scientists medical doctors even a sex worker has been sprinkled in there so yeah even though it was written in a lucky problematic way but hey they are very clearly aspirational and i love that but that being said they are so masculine like I don't think I've actually read a book more masculine than what Maureen Smith has written. She actually wrote a series called Wolf Pack Series. And the characters will have flights of anger where the women will have to be the pacifiers. And like I said, I don't hate them. When I read them, I actually thought they were when I read them, I actually thought they were very interesting. But right now, a whole a series and not one man was like guy next door or soft in what we will call soft do you get what i mean all of them were all so super masculine it was just like wow i would have loved to see a bit of diversity there in the gender presentation in the personality that would just have been nice anyway some books that i can recommend that kind of sort of past characters with hypo masculine characters are her royal highness by rachel hawkins now i haven't read this yet but it was recommended by jess of bow ties and books and they raved about how the male character here was written so check it out i look forward to reading that as well the second one is the education of sebastian by harvey berrick jane i hope i pronounced that well now this one has a good serving of problematism if that's a thing because it features like a romantic dynamic between a 30 year old woman and a 17 year old boy Hmm. well this age combination this age dynamic was addressed in the book so check it out i enjoyed how the male character was written because even as a teenager i don't want to give any spoilers but even as a teenager at 17 he didn't have that gruffy you know what just read on your own and make your own impressions of the book right and the last one um is one of my favorite books ever and it is called baby proof by emily griffin i think i will talk about this book in depth in another episode sometime i don't know when but i love it because of its themes on individuality on motherhood and love it's like about what happens to you when you have to choose between or among all three it was just the male character was refreshingly different without the author trying too hard to be like i don't know if you've ever met a guy that was that wasn't like just trying too hard that is just confident that is just a good listener and charming and you're just like this is a good guy that's the character that you would meet in this book baby proof anyway so what do you think so far um do you think i'm doing the most with these demands i think at some point someone will just say anu you might as well not read any rom-com anymore but hey 
if you've read any book that features a non-macho character send me a dm on sorry i only read rom-coms on instagram follow us there too i will definitely update the page with new books as soon as i find them you can also download the anchor app and drop a voice note there too talk to you next week bye